You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's News and Insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Tax Wrap podcast, uh, episode 115, I'm Steve Burnham again, ably joined once more by Andy Nguyen and Lady Chen. Hi. Howdy, Steve. Hi. Um, I don't know whether you two tuned in. I um, was listening to the uh, live uh, stream of the Tax Commissioner, Chris Jordan. He was speaking, um, was it this week? To oh, last week. Last week. To the tax profession. I remember, I remember tweeting about it. I said, oh, here's a live feed, tune in if you like. And the ATO actually liked our tweet, which is nice. Um, he said some interesting things, though. He was, as I said, talking to the tax profession. And, and listeners, if you want to get a transcript of that speech, it's um, up on the ATO website. Um, he had some interesting things to say, though. Um, what, what, what did yeah. you two think about it? Yeah, I have to say, Steve, unfortunately and sadly, I was listening to that uh, stream live as well, <laughs> live as well as we're, the commissioner was delivering. We're all it. just tax nerds, aren't yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, essentially, the commissioner's speech was um, just to give some some level of assurances to the the tax profession in terms of some of the the happenings, particularly with with the outage that that happened on the twelfth oh, of December. It, it, I remember hearing that he said up until December twelfth, I was I was pretty happy. But <laughs> <laughs> for Christmas, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So I think in that in that sense, the the commissioner's speech was trying to address a couple of things. Uh, firstly, to provide assurances to the tax profession that the ATO is doing everything that it's that it can yep. to resolve some of those issues around uh, the outages, and also just to paint a picture as to how he sees things uh, going forward, particularly around taxpayer behaviour and some of the um, some of the the myths or some of the things that uh, taxpayers may perceive mm-hmm. uh, about um, how the tax system ought to. To work is working or how it ought to work. So yep. it was quite an important speech just to set the, just to set the design and the framework uh, going ahead. Uh, he did touch a lot about uh, the system outages on the twelfth of December and the subsequent one that we had. Yeah, in, in February. February. Well, that uh, that was pretty important at the time. And um, I know that the I don't know whether I can't maybe be saying anything about there were some more planned outages coming in uh, March and April. That's that's right. Yeah. So in terms of what Cause the actual out- outage. Um, he actually did go through that in a little bit more uh, detail, and he he essentially said that it was a, a result of what's referred to as the storage area network. So some some computer hardware that's gone bad essentially, and this this hardware is is installed by um, HP Enterprises, and arguably it's supposed to be state of the art soft uh, state of state of the art um, hardware. There was also a backup as well. So people often say, well, look, you know, if this thing's broken down, how come the backup didn't work? Well, this was the case of, you know, um, Murphy's Law in action. Oh, right. And so initial <laughs> initial SAN had, or storage area network had broken down and essentially the backup didn't actually work. And so the SAN actually contains all, all sort of the, the instructions in terms of how things things operate. And unfortunately... Uh, this sand failed, and so the instructions to the backup also failed, and so we had the calamity that we had hmm. uh, in December and also in February when that th- same thing essentially happened. Yeah, so yeah. I would, I'd assume that would be the first thing they'd be looking at fixing, I, I assume. That's right, yes. Yeah. So all these additional plan outages, particularly over um, Easter, which the, uh, the commissioner seems to indicate, uh, will be to essentially install, reinstall that that new hardware with somewhat even more state-of-the-art 
oh, yeah. systems and hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, it won't fail again in anticipation of tax time 2017. And for listeners who are interested in the exact time of the outages, that is up on the ATO website. From memory, yeah. I think it's over the Easter weekend and over a couple of other weekends. So yeah. they're not trying to do it within business hours. Oh, no, no. But the not. time, the times are actually listed on the ATO website. Yeah, so that's, we can plan ahead a little bit for that, which is yeah. good. So, so, so the commissioner is sort of, and the ATO in general is cognizant of some of the, the issues, particularly with the downtime that um, practitioners will be uh, facing with the, the portal down and it, it does create a whole bunch of issues for practitioners, um, particularly around you know being able to do the work and essentially having confidence in the system. You know, mm. you know we we do know some practitioners are printing off client details pretty much every day in anticipation oh, of the really? system <laughs> failing them again because essentially without you know these fixes there can be no confidence in the system, unfortunately. Mm. But really, actually printing paper. Records, not not just keeping a backup of their own on a that's disc right, yeah. or something. That's, that's right. Yeah. Mm. So, so the commissioner has um, has sort of um, taken all those sorts of things into account, and he's essentially. Um, we sort of look at a couple of comments from his speech. So, one of the comments he did say was, "We we also made good progress working with the profession to develop and test new online services for 2017. So, to some extent, that's been." the transition to standard business reporting, POS, Mm -hmm. Practitioner Lodgement Service. However, and as you would appreciate, these further developments are on hold until we have stabilised the performance of our systems for tax time 2017 to match the service and experience of last year. So essentially the commissioners has said, okay, look, we've got all these these plans for for IT. We're going to take a step back because of because of the ha- the happenings with with these outages, so that's that's an important comment that he's he's made there is that some of the functionality that we're that was sort of going full steam ahead we won't necessarily see um, because of because they've taken a step back and said okay let's make sure that yeah that um, the the, the hardware issues are fixed yeah well that's a good thing that's right yeah that's right so and and we spoke about this offline as well Steve in terms of you know yep. whether uh, there's too many balls. Up in the up air, in the air moment, yeah. up in the air at the moment, at the moment, and whether it would be necessary just to take one step back, um, you know, sort of gauge where everything's at, and, mm. and go from there. Well, technology matters are really central to everything that the professionals do. Um, I mean, he mentioned something else about tech. Yes, so the commissioner um, did reflect on how, well, I'll read it actually, how much all of us are now reliant on technology and digital services, seemingly regardless of what industry you are in. And that's true. And he mentions some really practical things, like we're all really dependent on our phones now and computers, and we're reliant on 24-7 systems. Look, how many of us remember the last time we had to line up at a bank? Yeah, Exactly, so, yeah. And also with these apps, you know, so the ATO app, um, the one for sole traders as well, you're keeping all your receipts on that thing. Well, if that fails, it's uh, well, what do you do? Well, certainly. And 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 uh, the commission did say that um, our dependence on technology highlights how important it is to have business continuity and contingency plans. So yep. what do you do when the system goes down? The power goes off, a telco shuts down, or the bank is offline. Yeah, Th- yeah. Those are the ex- practical examples that he used. And you're absolutely right. You know, we now have tax agents utilising the cloud, which is fantastic because it means that their clients and their clients' other service providers can access the same information in real time. Yeah. And everybody's not just, you know, sending emails backwards and forwards and losing losing version control, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but on the downside, what if that cloud server based overseas 
in some foreign country crashes. Yeah, then what? Yeah, yeah. And if you hadn't backed it up, then what do you do? where's all the data gone? That's true. Or if someone hacks into it and it's in a foreign jurisdiction, what rights have you got and what rights do your clients have? against you yeah yeah it's all very convenient until it doesn't work so i think i think what the commissioner is really focusing on there is you know do do you have that backup plan Mm. um are you able to from a practical from a practitioner's viewpoint say for example if you had you know staff who are on a casual basis Mm. you know like all these sorts of things you might say well look you know if we knew a little bit earlier that the portal's down or we have these things in place maybe we you know we we might have to send them home or (laughs) so it's all those sorts of business continuity issues you know what can i do when that downtime is certainly is there is there particular types of work that isn't reliant on the portal oh yeah yeah, Yeah, for example writing letters doing the bills (laughs) oh of course yeah yeah yeah. and and he makes a fair point in the sense that you need to have those plans in place Mm. um regardless um probably one of the general observations that, that has been put to me is that arguably the older practitioners are better at dealing with these things um, <laughs> than, than younger practitioners, mainly because um, the older practitioners have come from a you know come from a realm where they've always worked with paper, so yep. it's easier for mm. them to go back to paper. But but when you're on the cloud or when you're using technologies such as such as younger practitioners, and yep. you might appreciate this, you know, like say for example. If, your kids, you know, like all of a sudden the, the iPad's not working, so <laughs> what do they do during dinner time? They have to yeah. talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> as, as opposed as well... Um, you, have to, you have to talk back to them. Exactly. <laughs> as opposed as well, the ATO systems is just one part of a tax practice. The more experienced yep. practitioners who have had the 30, 40 years doing this work, they've experienced things other than ATO systems and outages. The, the lights yep. have probably gone off a few times. The computer switched off a few times. Right. The, water pipes have probably burst in front of the building a few times yeah, and yeah. they have to cope before that. So while this is very unfortunate, it is an, just another um, very major example of yep. things that can go wrong for a business. It's a great so point. you do need to be able to cope no matter whether it's the ATO's fault or whether it's the electricity company's fault. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's a great point that he made that there are other things you can do during downtimes mm. and just to catch up on things. Um, I, I, I didn't drift off, but I, I f- <laughs> found myself sort of perhaps not listening as intently as I did. But did he talk about anything else? Uh, he did say that he, um, the ATO is aware that many practitioners already provide holistic value-added services. In other words, doing the uh, tax return forms is only a minor part of the overall service, mm. but they actually give a lot of advisory, a lot of value-adding services, a lot of uh, business consulting, so to speak. Yeah, of course. And or, for, or you know other types of tax advice work, which isn't dependent on lodging forms. No. And it is the ATU's view that this will become more and more normalised over time. Yeah, All right. So I think I think from the commissioner's perspective there, he's trying to say, well, look, we're trying to look into and predict what the mm. tax profession is going to Go look like. Yep, and have to deal with. That's right. All and right. I, I must say that there is some work being performed at that level. Um, so the Inspector General of Taxation is, um, is currently... Um, finalising their terms of reference to, mm. to undertake a review into the, t- the future of the tax profession. Um, and we have to think, you know, it's actually a lot broader than merely just tax agents, you know, it includes, you know, legal professionals, etc. So yeah. yep. it is something that's quite important. And we are, uh, Tax and Super Australia, we, we are working with the other associations and the ATO in terms of trying to, to picture as well how this, this profession will look like with... with this additional technology then. Yeah, and so yeah. it becomes a very important um, aspect for practitioners to consider, well, look, how, how will my practice change 
over time and what technologies can I take advantage of and is there a need for me to reskill to fully understand this technology or to provide um, additional value to my clients? Yeah, yeah. I must admit there's one thing that um, I did sit up and pay attention to which was towards the end of uh, Mr Jordan's speech um, which is out of the realm of technology and, and the profession and, and all that and it's interesting he talked about community perceptions and attitudes and um, it's interesting because he says the ATO research has shown that um, there are commonly held beliefs out there amongst taxpayers, um, things like, and he had a little list here, um, quote, you know, the big end of town doesn't pay the right amount of tax and um, things like people think everyone cheats a bit, so I can too, it won't hurt anyone and um, when I lodge I should get a refund and that's, uh, that's not always the case but uh, the good point that uh, Mr Jordan made was that as, the prof as a profession, um, uh, practitioners perhaps need to think about their role in changing these attitudes and uh, get people to do their do the right thing, pay their fair share, and um, and and help us help them. Basically. Yeah, so it's almost like the tax version of the pub test, isn't it? Yeah, like that's true. The pub yeah. says that says that he always gets a tax refund, or well, my other mate down at the pub says that big corporates simply don't pay the fair share of tax. So why should I? It's, it's possibly not always the case. It's right. Yeah. So and it is it is about changing those perceptions you're right there Steve you know yeah. sort of the the notion of that that refund for example mm. everybody's you know really keen you know I mean it probably enforces compliance if you can get your refund earlier but well but it is one of those sorts of uh, attitudes that people have that you know you know I received my PAYG payment summary off, yep. off to the tax agent to get my refund and that's not necessarily the case particularly if you're doing a little bit better than uh, others I guess. Well that's that's the thing it's a, all a matter of a perception as you said but and if the practice practitioners can do something to change that it's all for the good. All right um, thanks again Andy and Letty uh, thank you listeners and we'll be with you next week. Thank you. See ya.